All right, welcome back to the Wild Keeper podcast. My name is Erica um, from thewildkeeper.com. Um, I'm in Portland. I made it to Portland. It is cold as fuck here. So I am in bed, cuddled up. Buzzy's asleep. So this is, this is the time that we do podcasts when it's nap time. Um, it's Saturday here, which means, you know, now it's coming out Sunday um, for those of y'all down under. So that'll be the no, new program. Um, and FYI, sometimes it's loud here because I'm at my mom's house and my brother's over with his kids and there are four dogs here and it can just be um, mayhem at times. So uh, yeah, 36 hours of travel and Buzzy did really, really well. He is a little bit jet lagged. He went to bed at one in the morning last night, which was pretty punishing for Casper and I. But, um, yeah, he, in terms of everything else, he did so well. And, like, can I just tell you that elimination communication is the coolest fucking thing in the world. He didn't, um, well, he doesn't wear diapers anymore, day or night. He's 20 months old. And we were a little bit nervous for the plane ride, so we ended up packing like a million changes of clothes. So, you know, he doesn't wear diapers, but he does occasionally have accidents. He doesn't at night, like he makes it through the night dry. Um, But when he's like really into something, he, um, you know, he gets kind of like FOMO and he won't want to go to the bathroom. Anyways, he made it through those 36 hours of travel with no accidents whatsoever. Told us when he needed to go, he pooped and peed on the plane and so we were just like super proud of him. And then it kind of made me think like, damn, should I, you know, dig up that course of mine and finish it and actually put it out there? Because I've, you know, I've got so much work into it. I haven't filmed it, but I've written a lot. Um, yeah, so I don't know. What do you think? Should I do that? Let me know. Um, I signed up for the Deborah Silverman astrology course. I'm so excited. I think that starts next week. I don't even know. I'm not doing it like live. I'm just going to do it like in my own time. Um, But yeah, what I want to talk about today, other than all that stuff I just talked about, um, I guess first, like, oh my God, Perth. (laughs) Perth went into heavy lockdown like two days before we left. And we were down at the beach Sunday, um, having the best time. It was so beautiful. And we got in the car and like, um, Casper had a message from someone that was like, Oh, it looks like we're going into lockdown. And then we got, you know, online and started looking into it. And it was, yeah, like 6 PM Sunday night. Um, the state Western Australia went into, um, lockdown where you're not, you know, not meant to leave your house. Everything's closed. And for the first time ever, uh, there was also a mask mandate. So you were required to wear a mask outside of your home, like anywhere outside or inside anywhere else. But anytime you left your house, you had to have a mask on. And it was because one person, one human being outside of quarantine has coronavirus. One in the entire state of WA um, went into lockdown with these mask mandates, which um, we, you know, as everyone did, we had quite a, well, not even quite a few, seriously, like WA didn't get over like 200 cases, I don't think. And it's a big state. Um, when there were that many cases last year, we never wore masks. There was never any mask mandates. And then this year, all of a sudden, 
and we beat COVID, by the way, beat, I'm doing that with like air quotes, like we got rid of it. Um, and there hadn't been community transmission for like 10 months. And then one case and Mark McGowan decided that um, everyone needed to lock down. So that's insane. And it, it gave us a little taste of, I guess, what we were going into of coming into Portland. But what, what just floored me, and I, I talked about it on my stories, um, I just couldn't believe how many people just rolled over and took it without question without saying anything in purse. Um, and we're just like, yeah, so now we're doing this. Now we're wearing masks because one person has it. Which, by the way, he got the highly contagious and even more deadly and scary and we should all shit our pants about it strain from um, the UK. Yet the, the dude's roommates, so like the people that he's around the most and lives with, they didn't get it. But the whole state had to lock down and everyone has to wear masks. So now they've gone into like, you know, phase whatever and like things are open, but now everyone has to wear masks inside. And it just, I mean, you know, I'm friends with people who actually have half a brain cell. So in Perth, there are people I know who are like, what the fuck? But there are a lot of people, I would say the majority of people in Perth that are like, yes, this is what has to happen and are fine with it. And it just blows me away. Um, you know, the yoga studios have opened, but you have to wear a mask inside to practice yoga. So I was thinking like, fuck, if, you know, I got, I left my job teaching yoga because of, you know, getting bullied out of it because my views on transgenderism. Um, but if that had not had happened and I was still there, I would have had to quit now because you could not pay me enough money in the world to teach yoga with a mask on or to teach people yoga with masks on. You know, like covering your breathing holes is fucking stupid. And if you think that it like somehow makes you healthier or keeps you safe, quote unquote, like you're an idiot. <sighs> I get really fired up about this because I feel like there are there are a lot of people who think that, but they don't say it. And I actually had, so I, you know, I had, I did this on my stories and talked about it and kind of had a little rant. And a few people messaged me and were like, well, to be fair, and that's how the messages always start. To be fair, you would get, you know, a thousand dollar fine if you weren't wearing a mask or if you refused to wear a mask. And um, I think that that is really telling of like many things, but money is not consent. Money is a tool and it can be used as a very manipulative tool to get people to do things that they don't want to do um, by threatening to take money from them unless they do something. And in this case, wear a mask or we will take a thousand dollars from you. So like people are wearing masks now, not out of fear of the virus, but out of fear of their government punishing them. That's fucked up and we should say something about it. So, you know, people like saying, well, to be fair, no, like if we all were like, this is bullshit, I'm not going to wear my mask and, and I'm not going to pay that, like take it to court and contest it. And if everyone did that, 
the courts would be overwhelmed. We wouldn't like, it wouldn't be possible. Um, I just, it just bums me out how easily people are like, yeah, whatever. Um, but this idea of money not being consent, like, I don't think a lot of people can like quite understand this, but like, look how powerful it is to get someone to wear something over their breathing holes in 90 degree, you know, 90 degree Fahrenheit, um, 40 degrees Celsius heat, because that's how hot it is right now in Perth, because it's summertime, when they ride a bike, when they run, when they're working, construction workers outside, the firefighters, because there's fires right now in Perth, they have to wear them. They have to do it or they get fined $1,000. And we're all like, yes, I will do that because I would rather do that than lose $1,000. Look how powerful money is. Okay, so then how... Like, it's even more powerful when we flip it and we say, if you do this, I will give you money. Okay, like, how powerful is money? Which, the other thing I've been thinking about in in this regard is money not being consent. And this is what I learned and have um, kind of my eyes have been open to through radical feminism and really... Uh, looking at and questioning why do women do things, um, why does anyone do things that hurt them? And a lot of times money is involved in that. And I'm sure there are plenty of people that are like, but wearing a mask doesn't hurt me. I think that that's easy for, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just... That's fundamentally, patently not true. It's not true. It does hurt you, and it hurts everyone around you. I think especially having a child, this is something I can grasp. <laughs> um, like, it does hurt. It does hurt human beings to cover their faces and to not see each other and to not breathe freely and to be fearful, to be flooded with fear in their nervous system. This is a problem. This is hurtful. And we have to say something about it. I mean, even people that I really love and respect were telling me to calm down and just go along with it. Uh, someone told me to grin and bear it. And I was like, you won't even know that I'm grinning. So why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> I mean, I just don't think people take things to the logical conclusions. And it's, um, it's disappointing. It's fucking insanity. Um, you know, now that I'm over here, I mean, I, it's insanity over here as well. Like, don't get me wrong. Oregon is, has gone off the fucking deep end. The governor here is on a total power trip and she is completely insane. I mean, the, the target now for, for Oregon to come out of lockdown is for us to have the same amount of infection rate for two weeks as Hawaii. Okay. I'm pausing and like making a face like, what the fuck? Like Hawaii is a chain of islands with like, I don't even know a fraction of the population here. And that's our model. And that's our goalpost. 
and guarantee if if and when we hit that goalpost, Kate Brown will change the goalpost again because this is what's been happening. Like, do you remember the slogan, two weeks to flatten the curve? We're nearly one year into this and people are still like, no, no big deal. It's all cool. Well, yeah, I get heated about it. I like I don't know where you draw the line between like we have to say something because if more of us are like this is bullshit, not just in our heads but like actually out loud, then the less powers that be can like pull the puppet strings and we're just like mm, I'm gonna do it. Um, but then at the same time, I feel like I have to mind my own business and you know like in the stores here, um, I just like wear the mask under my nose all the time, as does everyone else. Like if you think masks work, go out somewhere and actually look at the way that people are using masks. No one actually uses them correctly. Um, not to mention you end up touching your face a million times more than if you weren't wearing a mask. Um, which apparently is how you spread the virus by touching your nose, mouth, and eyes. Anyways, I see kids in the store here that are clearly of age that they don't have to wear a mask, but their parents have put masks on them anyways. And that it infuriates me. But then I'm I'm like, you know, that's none of my business, stay in your business. Um but I'm like, where where does my business stop and the world going down the tube <laughs> start? Um, yeah, it's just, it's difficult and it's something like that <laughs> I am grappling with being over here, but this is what you do. This is my tool. This is gonna be a quick episode because I need to get back to life. Um, when I start thinking about that, I fucking hate mask mandates. They're bullshit. And I hate this goddamn lockdown. What you do is you play the flip it game. And what this is, is like the um, kind of light version of The Work by Byron Katie. I just made up the flip it game, though, like that um, term. So, yeah, you just, you take whatever your statement is, the negative statement that is boiling your blood, um, and you flip it. And, of course, for me, this doesn't work for everything. Like, I can't flip the statement in my head that, I cannot believe that that woman is making her son wear a mask and he's four years old. Or, you know, like, that person's batshit crazy and that's child abuse. I I haven't gotten to the point where I can actually flip that. But I can flip statements like, I hate the mask mandates and I hate the lockdown. And if you have those thoughts too, then you can play the flip it game, okay? So all you do is flip the statement and ask yourself, how is this true? Find examples of how it's true, how it can be true. So I hate the mask mandates. If I flip that, I love the mask mandates. How, how is that a true statement? Um, and I'll tell you how it can be true. For me, that is true because there is a physical sign, visible sign on every single person about whether or not you're an idiot <laughs> and I want anything to do with you. And I think that that's actually really cool. So like when we were in Perth, like I was looking around for the people who are outside not wearing masks. And when I saw those people, I was like, yes, like we are on the same page. And then same thing here. Like 
it's as if someone is wearing a beacon or a sign that's like, be my friend. We have the same views about life. This is bullshit. And like, that's really cool, actually. Um, you know, having that be so apparent right off the bat. Like we were just at the park and, um, you know, it's really cold outside. So I feel like some people wear masks maybe even just because it's like cold. But anyways, there was a family there and like they weren't wearing masks. Their kids weren't wearing masks. So like we chatted them up for a while. And like if they were wearing masks, straight up I would have not spoken to them because, you know, I... I find it really difficult to, um, like, pretend anymore with anyone, which does mean that most people get on my nerves and I have to do a lot of work, internal work, but it, I guess it means I just don't hang out with a lot of people because people bug me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like having that um, visible sign of like, we're on the same page, we could be friends. Like, I just think that's really great because that was never as apparent, um, before of like, yeah, maybe you're wearing a cool outfit, but does that mean anything that like we would have the same values or morals or views about the world? So yeah, I love mask mandates because it gives me, um, a really clear sign as to who my people are. And at this stage of my life, I am really, really craving being with my people um, and creating a community that of like-minded human beings who, like, quite frankly, aren't idiots. Um, <laughs> so there's that. And then, okay, how do I flip? I hate the lockdown. Really simple. I love the lockdowns. How can this be true? Um... I love the lockdowns because I spend less money. Um, you know, going to, can't go out to eat here. Um, I really don't like wearing my mask, so going into shops is less um, inviting. Um, I love the I love the lockdowns because it means I spend more time with my family at home. Um, and again, I love the lockdowns because it's making people speak up. Certain people, like myself, speak up, and then it makes us all known to each other. And I love that. Um, and I know that the more that I speak out about stuff, the more it inspires other to do, others to do so. So like, if you feel any sort of way like I do about this stuff, say so. Talk to people about it. It's like a lot of people just are like waiting for permission. Yeah, they're waiting for permission to to like say what they actually think. Um, because when you don't go along with this fear-based propaganda bullshit, the people who are afraid are so afraid that if you mess with that view, that it, like they're going to double down harder. And then that's when people get attacked. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's the, the propaganda working perfectly. Um, but for the people who, you know, do feel this way, some of them just need that little bit of permission. So, like, say something. Talk about it. Like, I, I walk into stores and I see the mask thing, and as I'm putting my mask on, I'm like, this is bullshit. I'm saying that. And, like, people walk past me and they hear me say that, and I read the sign. It's like, Safeway cares about you and your health. 
like, fuck you, Safeway. You don't care about me and my health, like, as I'm putting on my mask. <laughs> and I just think that if more of us actually said what we thought, um, the world would actually be a better place. I do believe. So I think you should play the flip it game. Flip your thoughts. Um, and really, like, what the flip it game is, is, like, asking, how is this for me? How are the lockdowns for me? Um, how are the mask mandates for me rather than happening to me? And, you know, I see all of this as a grand opportunity for myself and for the whole world to just, like, you know, more and more wake the fuck up. Um, you know, I think because of what I've learned about radical feminism and the, the, the lens that I view the world through now, it's something I said to my mom the other day, like, it's kind of ruined everything for me in a way. Because, <laughs> like, I just can't watch, um, like, anything on TV or mainstream media without, you know, really seeing the underlying message and propaganda behind it and then having to say something about it. And I think I, yeah, maybe I annoy some people with it. But that's okay. You know, that's where I'm at right now. And it's just you get into these conversations with people and they're like, whoa, I've never thought of it like that. Like, have you ever thought about that money is not consent? And like how that, that doesn't, um, that doesn't line up with so many of the things that we are told, such as sex work is work. Because if you understand that money is not consent, then you can understand that prostitution and porn is rape. Because you cannot get consent from someone when a large sum of money or any sum of money is involved. You know, like if a woman doesn't have a way to feed her or her children and she needs money to do that, then she's going to sell her body. And I don't see that as a choice. You know, like free will does exist but it only exists once you figure out the powers at play and the systems um, that are running the world. And, and this also has to do with, you know, not just like, uh, like globally in the world, but like there's no free will really until you understand your own mind and your belief systems and your thoughts Otherwise, you, like, you're just a slave to your thoughts. And the idea that you're making decisions um, based off of free will is a total illusion. You know, most people are asleep at the wheel. And I think that's just, that's been like my, the main message I've been getting as I have woken up. is like, whoa, like when you really wake up, you're like, fuck, everyone is asleep. Everyone and, and that's why I'm just so grateful to have, like, a visual, physical sign that, like, that person's awake. That person's awake. And, like, that's fucking awesome. Okay, I've, this has been such a ramble and I've been interrupted a thousand times because, like, my cousin or my niece and nephew are here and da-da-da. But I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you for listening. Um, play the Flip It game. And um, stay cool. And I'll catch you next time. Peace.